Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. We just heard from some people who are active in the campaign to close the city's workhouse. And actually, outside right now, there are more than 20 protesters and activists with the Close the Workhouse campaign right outside the building. Now, the Close the Workhouse campaign got new life this week with the launch of a new report suggesting the city could actually save money by closing the jail. Originally opened in 1853, it currently houses just 239 detainees. Mayor Lida Krusen has defended the workhouse. As recently as Tuesday, the city issued a statement saying the city had invested more than $5.5 million to, quote, vastly improve the facility. It also touted that grand jury report, finding it was, quote, professionally run, clean, and transformed. But when we reached out to the city to get a comment for today's show, the mayor's office told us that Mayor Cruson herself would like to join us. And we have learned never to turn down a visit from the mayor. So thank you. Yes, thank Mayor you. Lida Cruson, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate the ability to be here with you today to talk about this, this really important subject. One of the things that I would say to your listeners, though, is uh, the MSI, also known as the Workhouse, was not built in 18, uh, what, what was your year? 50 I thought it was something. 1853. Well, there might have been one then, but the building we're in now was definitely <laughs> built in the 60s. So it's a mid-century, uh, mid-20th century building. Uh, they must have had another one uh, at that point in time. So... Uh, there actually are two uh, sections to the workhouse. One section is the dorm section. It is the oldest section, uh, built sometime in the early 60s. And then there's a newer section, we call it the pods, which is a more modern section of uh, MSI with a, a center room and, and uh, individual rooms around it. So that's more what people are used to seeing if you watch TV or those kinds of things. So. Um, the uh, MSI actually has a capacity of 1,168, I think is the number, individuals. Today at MSI, there are 232 people there, and they are all housed in the newer section of what we call the pods. Mm -hmm. um, our total population at, as uh, the, your last two guests mentioned, has gone down tremendously. In 2013, uh, of course, I wasn't the mayor yet, but the average population was about 1,800 per day in, in both of our jails. So, you know, we have CJC, the uh, Criminal Justice Center, which is right across from City Hall. This year, our average population is right at 900. It's, it's uh, 898 today. So 232 of those people are at MSI, 666 are at CJC. When I first became mayor, I started looking at how we could reduce the population because it was about 1,400 on any given day then. So we're down around 500. Um, and frankly, the mayor's office doesn't have anything to say about who is in either jail. Mm -hmm. It is up to, of course, police, prosecutors, judges, probation and parole, a number of people. So what we did was we brought all them together to try to figure out how can we, uh, how can people uh, be processed more quickly? How can those people who don't need to be in jail uh, not be there? We don't want anybody to be in jail because they're poor. Um, so what we have today is 14 people that are in our jail on misdemeanors. That's Only it. That's 14 a big change. people in our in our jails and misdemeanors. 
884 today who are all in on felony charges. Um, so I, I heard some statistics out as uh, I was driving over here in, in the car, uh, but 14 is you know a very low percentage, whatever that is, of, of mm -hmm. a thousand, about what one percent, mm -hmm. 900. So very few people are there on misdemeanor charges. But we did begin working on that, and one of the things that, uh, although I've said it at neighborhood meetings and in various places, there is no one who has sleeping quarters in the dorm the old section anymore. In 2018, we closed the second floor of the dorm. Mm -hmm. In November, about two months ago, three months ago, we closed the first floor of the dorm to for sleeping quarters. So you've been slowly closing off areas of this well, large facility. Well, that's the biggest area. Yeah. Is the first and second floor of the dorm. Now, I want to be clear here and say that the gym is in the dorm. The medical facility is in the dorm. Uh, food service is in the dorm. So some of the um, services that are needed are contained there in the dorm. But no one uh, is assigned to a, a bed or a bunk, however you want to say it, in the dorm anymore. So we have been uh, gradually looking for ways to reduce the population, to um, improve MSI. That's why we spent about five and a half or six million dollars there, putting in new showers, bathrooms, renovated showers, bathrooms, new um, video surveillance. You know that uh, over two years ago, we put in air conditioning at, at MSI. Mm -hmm. um, so at any rate, there have, there needed to be improvements and there are improvements. We needed to reduce the population and we have, and that's the big we here. That's all the people who have part of, uh, of the criminal justice system, and that includes the bail project. Um, I know you just had them on. They have bailed folks out, <coughs> excuse me, uh, who were there because they couldn't meet the bail. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a new day here, and, uh, cl but closing the dorm to uh, for sleeping quarters is important. Yes, and uh, Mayor Cruson is coughing a little bit here. Um, but so, Mayor Cruson, I, I understand, you know, these changes have been happening. Um, hopefully you have some water there. Um, but I understand you met with your cabinet this morning to discuss an even bigger change. What did you tell them? Well, the, what we talked about this morning was um, not so much MSI. We talked about that by executive order, I have increased the minimum wage for city civil service employees to $15 an hour. And that will be effective uh, middle of February, as soon as we can process it through payroll. Sure. But I understood you also were having a conversation about the workhouse. Perhaps I, I misunderstood. Oh, we did. Talk, we, I talked about what I was going to say here today with my cabinet. Okay. So, yes, well, I did talk about that. And my understanding was you're looking at some further changes, even beyond these two big changes that you've just what, outlined. What we've talked about is how do we repurpose um, MSI? This is happening all over the country. There are all these mid-century jails who uh, many cities are looking for ways to repurpose them, to use them for something else. Um, so that folks are housed in newer facilities. I have to say, you know, we do have a lot of violence in our city, and I certainly agree that uh, poverty, lack of opportunity, all uh, helps uh, to fuel that violence. So does Missouri's gun, lack of gun laws. 
is the way I should say that. Um, but we still have a lot of violence. There are people who need to be detained. There are people who are arrested for very, very serious uh, crimes who need to be detained. And, you know, the Supreme Court, the Missouri Supreme Court, has recently set out, um, you know, you, you essentially, if, if the person is not a flight risk or a danger to themselves or someone else, um, then they shouldn't, shouldn't be detained. And sure. judges are now having uh, hearings every day to, to try to make sure that they're only detaining the people that, that do need to be detained. And so with that dramatically reduced population, do you see the city moving to just one jail and that being the Justice Center downtown? Maybe. But the answer is a maybe now because we need therapeutic a therapeutic unit. We have a lot of folks in our um, jails that, that need mental health treatment, that need drug treatment. And we do some of that now, but uh, we'd like to do more. The Criminal Justice Center holds uh, 860 mm-hmm. people is the number. We've got 900 people now. Uh, our commissioner, Dale Glass, is, is fond of saying, you know, 10 beds doesn't equal 10 people. And people say, well, why is that? Well, first of all, you have to separate men and women. Today we have 48 women of the 900, 850 men. You have to separate folks who uh, may be enemies or maybe friends, folk, different groups of people. These are complicated populations. These are very complicated populations. It's not that, you know, you can just assign a, assign a, a room number and, and move on. Uh, so you do need some capacity. And, in fact, in order to be in a credit jail, you're supposed to have a 15% uh, vacancy rate. I put that in quotes. That was air quotes there. Vacancy rate in order that you have enough space to really handle people properly. Mm -hmm. So uh, at some point in time, perhaps. um, But the point today really is that we've closed the dorm to no one is assigned there. There's no sleeping quarters there. They so people the remain gym. in the workhouse, but they are in a different part of it that you're saying is more modern. They it's remain a better in the facilities, mm-hmm. the pods, which is the newer facility. Um, so the old part of it is effectively closed. You will not be housing prisoners there going forward. It's closed to sleeping quarters. We're not housing people. Mm-hmm. The gym is there. I just want to be right. clear. I don't want to be. Yes, it is closed to. Uh, housing people. Okay. Do you see that as a big move? Do you think that's going to pacify people who want to close the entire workhouse? You know, it's frankly not about pacifying people. It's about running the operation in a professional way and in the best way that we can. Um, Now, the aldermen are saying that it costs $16 million just to keep this open. It's costing less, but that is what's in the budget, $16.3 million. So we are also motivated um, to be able to recover some of those dollars to do some other things that we want to do. For example, you know we have a cops and clinicians program right now where social worker, mental health worker uh, will be with cops in certain situations that, that need that sort of service. We need to fund that. We plan to fund that. we got to find the money to do it. So um, we need money for a lot of things, and any money that we can save uh, – by having a more limited operation at MSI or by repurposing MSI into something else is money that we can we can spend on other things that that we definitely need. Going forward, would you like to get the city down to one jail facility? Of course. Okay. That'd but, be easier for everybody. But no sense of when that might be on the horizon. 
Um, you know, we're almost there now. We've got 232 people at MSI. Um, so we're not there yet, but we've, we've worked very hard at that. Are you On the other to hand, getting there? I, I am. However, I want to make sure that we can detain the people who need to be detained. There are folks who believe that our crime, uh, violence, is related to not having enough people detained. I don't happen to think that's the case right now, but I do know that there's a balance here that you have to do to keep the public safe, detain the people who need to be detained. Um, and so it, it isn't at all for me about pacifying folks. I understand that people feel very uh, strongly about this, but it's about doing this in an uh, orderly, sensible, safe way. So you want to do this, you're on the path to doing it, but you're not going to be rushed. Well, we got 232 people there, uh, and they're all in the new part. Okay. I think that's tremendous progress. We've closed the dorm of MSI to sleeping quarters, to housing people. And I, I think that's big progress well, right now. Mayor Lyda Cruson, thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. us today. Mm -hmm. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.